In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Glory be to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, now and ever, and unto the ages of all ages, Amen. As we're beginning the great fast, um, the Church has put this reading for us to kind of prepare ourselves, and all of the readings to prepare ourselves, um, and and to kind of reevaluate where we attach, what we attach value to. Each one of us can ask ourselves, what, what do I consider to be valuable? What do I consider to be valuable? And what do I attach value to? Um, for example, um, I remember when I was growing up and I was like, I don't know, in school, um, video games were very valuable to me. Hockey was very valuable to me. Uh, as I grew up a little bit more, maybe my uh, relationships and friends were really important to me. My autonomy was really important to me. My ability to um, be independent and so on. Then later on, uh, as I went further and further into school and so on, you know, um, your marks and how well you do and your future and so on, all of that all of a sudden becomes kind of important at some point in life anyways it does and so on. And we all attach value to different things and at different times in our life, different things have different value to us. But Jesus is talking to us, to, to, talking to us today about your treasure. If, 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 if Jesus were to ask you today, or someone were to ask you today, what is your treasure? What do you treasure? What, what do you hold dear? What do you hold on to that is, is valuable to you, is precious to you, is something which um, holds deep value to you? Jesus is telling us right off the bat, the first sentence he says to us, do not lay up treasures for yourself on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. Lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. And I have to tell you the truth. For most of my life when I read these verses or heard them read in church, I would think to myself, why does Jesus want my money? Why does Jesus want my money? What's he gonna do with my money? The first thing that I was mistaken in is Jesus doesn't want Jesus doesn't want anything for himself. Jesus wants it for, for us, and we're gonna talk about that in a minute. But the more, the, the more important thing is that it's not necessarily money that's a treasure. The treasure, the treasure is what you hold dear. It may be your family, it may be your children, it may be your spouse, it may be your job, it may be your career, it may be whatever it may be, is something that you hold dear. The Lord Jesus Christ is telling us, deposit that in heaven. And he's saying it to us with a certain degree of urgency. But he's saying to us, he's saying this to us, back to the part about him not wanting, because he wants simply what's good for us. I've given this analogy before, but for people who haven't heard it, you know, when you travel abroad, you go on holiday to somewhere like Cuba or something, and you're in the airport and you stick your hand in your pocket and you've got like 25 pesos, and you're thinking to yourself, well, what am I gonna do with this? I can't do anything with this in Canada, you know? I can't do anything with this when I go home, right? Why? Because the currency isn't worth anything in a different country. You travel abroad to other various places and you show people a Canadian dollar bill and they think it's monopoly money, it's colorful and so on. You show them an American dollar bill, oh, now they know what you're talking about, right? Unfortunately, right? But it's kind of like that, right? And 
the currency, the currency of heaven is not the currency on earth. Uh, Henry's photography shop, you know, their pho photography and uh, electronics shop has this big billboard as you drive east on Queen, uh, and it's like, a, it's like an Instagram frame, and it says, comments are the new currency. Comments are the new currency, right? The world has changed, and the currency has changed. In heaven, the currency hasn't changed. In heaven, the currency has stayed the same. The currency in heaven is love. But we're not going to get too much into that. But it's just, you know, interesting and a note to self. What is the currency of heaven when uh, Jesus says, give unto Caesar what is Caesar's and give unto God what is God's? He's talking about currency. And the currency of heaven is love. The currency has the stamp of the ruler, the stamp of the emperor on it. The currency of heaven is the love of God that has been poured out into our hearts that we then love others with. We love because we have been loved first, end parentheses, about currency. But let's suffice it to say that the currency here on earth is not the currency in heaven. So what does God want my Mexican pesos for? What's he going to do with my Mexican pesos that are so dear to me, that are so valuable to me, and yet have no value in heaven? What's he going to do with them? He's going to hold on to them for you. He's going to hold on to them for you. You see, we live in a culture, forgive me of, to be so blunt, of greed. So... Um, uh, I was watching a sermon one day, and, uh, and the, 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 the person who was preaching uh, said um, this phrase, and I don't think I'll ever forget it. He said, a simple definition of greed is, that, is the assumption of consumption. There is an assumption that whatever is in my possession is for my consumption. Everything that I have is for me, right? And that's a very simple, a very simple definition of greed. And because this is kind of pervasive in our society today and in our world today, that everybody is looking for what can be theirs and even taking what is not theirs, i.e. borrowing, you know, and credit and so on, to make things theirs, we somehow think that God is the same, but he's not. God is not greedy. God is very much the opposite. When we give him something, he holds it for us. He holds it for us, and he holds it with love and tenderness and care. But there's an urgency, there's an urgency for us to deposit our treasure with him. Because every treasure we have here on earth devalues with time. You're going to say, oh, come on, Abuna, that's not fair. You said relationships could be your treasure and yeah, relationships with your children and so on. I mean, I hate to be so, so blunt, but uh, all our relationships with people have an expiry date. We don't know when it is necessarily. They'll be with us for some time, and then they won't, or I won't. One of us is going to depart first, pending some freak accident where we all depart together. You know, somebody's somebody's going to go first. So they depreciate. The, 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 the amount of time of enjoyment you have left in this relationship 
is one day shorter today than it was yesterday. I'm not, so I don't mean to be so pessimistic, but the point is, is that every treasure we have here on earth is subject to time. And with time, things devalue. So Jesus is telling us, give me your treasure. I will take it out of time. I will keep it young forever. I will keep it beautiful forever. I will keep it exactly as it ought to be forever. Again, we're not talking about money. We're talking about what you value. And fasting, the fast that we've begun, is very simply to let go so we can grasp. So, if, my, if, if, if I'm carrying a thousand things, and then you want to give me something that's very valuable, I can't take it from you because my hands are full. I'm going to need to put this down first, empty my hands, then I'll be able to receive from you. So Jesus is telling us, give me your treasure so that your hands can be empty, so that I can fill them. I was in the monastery, I became friends with this monk. Uh, you know, I was there for my 40 days, but he was there forever. And uh, he, uh, uh, it was the feast day of his patron saint, and also the saint after which he was named. Um, and um, he had these little pictures of that saint, and he really loved this saint. And he, like, like with childish glee, he was handing out these pictures to the guests and the pilgrims who were visiting the monastery. And he's handing out these pictures, and he had given me one, uh, and then he, he stuck his hand in his pocket to give one to, to somebody else, and it was the last one. And he looked at it with, like, great, like, it was almost, like, painful for him to give the last one to somebody. But he did. He, he gave, and he gave it away. And so he gives it away, uh, and I could see, like, the pain on his face. So, I mean, I don't have any particular friendship with this saint, you know. And so I figured, you know, let me just, so I just walked up to him. You know, I said, hey, Abuna, like, you know, here's the one that you gave me. Like, I took the blessing, you know. Here, you can have it. Keep it for you, you know. It's value. It's, it's precious to you. It's a treasure to him. And not, like, I don't mean to be rude, but not so much to me, you know, or more so to him, right? So here you have it. And he said, no, 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 I can't receive it. And it's almost as if, it's almost as if, it's almost as if I was trying to poison him. Like he was walking away with, from me like, like this with his hands out. I was like, Abuna, like, it's just the picture that you gave me. Like, I know you really like this saint, just take it. He's like, no, 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 you keep it, you keep it, you keep it. I was like, um, okay, I mean, but it's like really valuable to you, so why don't you take it? He goes to me, look, let me explain something to you. He says to me, God gives us so that we can give others. As long as our hands are still full, God doesn't give us. When he gives us, he gives us so that we can give others. When we give others, our hands are empty, then God fills them. And when God fills them, the most beautiful thing in the whole wide world happens. Do you know what that is, Abuna? He's addressing me. Do you know what that is? He's asking me. I said, no, what's that? He goes, when God fills your hand, he touches you himself. Pretty soon you realize, I don't care about the gift. I just want to be touched by him. And all you wish is to always have your hands empty so that he can fill them and touch you again. This is a man who experienced, this is a man who experienced the love of God and experienced God in his life. It's not theory, it's not theoretical. It's not, it's not something on a, 
religion exam. It's real, it's practice. The monks, and I'm not you know, suggesting that you should all become monks and nuns, but just you know, these, these ideals, these, these extreme examples, kind of light the way for us. They serve as lampposts. I may never end up being exactly like that, but if I model that behavior, you know, I'll at least go in the right direction. So Saint Ant Saint Pope Carolus is, um, has, was, has, is, is known to have quoted Saint Anthony saying that if a monk were to hold on to any worldly goods, even a single penny, it would destroy his soul. Yeah, kind of extreme. But the point is, is that these, these, these people have chosen to try to empty themselves of their treasure. Now, back to what I said at the beginning. Your treasure is not necessarily your money. You're going to say, if I don't hold on to a single penny, Abuna, how am I going to pay my mortgage? How am I going to pay my this? How am I going to pay for that? So we're not talking about money. In this day and age, for 90% of the people who are working, one vacation day is worth a whole lot more to you than a lot of money. Right? I remember when I was working, oh my goodness, if I could just take a week of unpaid vacation, they wouldn't let me. If I could just take a week of unpaid vacation, I don't care, I don't want the money. You know, I just want some time off. Time has become a commodity that is so precious. Maybe time is my pressure, is my treasure. We each have a treasure. That treasure devalues over time so long as it is subject to time. Jesus is telling us, hand me your treasure before it's too late. Before your treasure ain't worth nothing anymore. Give it to me while it's still worth something. I will keep it for you and I will glorify it for you. Let each one of us, as we pray the rest of this liturgy, ask ourselves, what is my treasure? And am I willing to trust Jesus that he's not going to take my treasure and squander it on his pleasures? He's going to take my treasure and hold it for me, dear, for me to receive it again glorified on the final day. Let's pray about that now. Glory be to God forever and ever. Man, I've sinned. Forgive me, my fathers and mothers and brothers and sisters. Please pray for me.